What's up, everybody? Apologize, there hasn't been uh, much update in a little bit. Um, I'm actually not sure when I did the last podcast, so uh, I guess I'll run through uh, roughly what's been going on. Um, pretty much back to full training, which is good. Um, I need more massage. Like I, my body, it's it's took its time um, to get going again um so trying to build trying to like get back to full volume while recovering it's not it's not okay i'm gonna kind of complicate this but um it's hard to get back to full volume when you've been dealing with um little niggles um so my body kind of has um a few little things going on whereby like normally I go to massage and I'm really lucky and like nothing hurts and my body's usually in a in a really good place and you know the masseuse will say to me like hey like what do you want to get worked on and I'm usually just like ah look whatever like let's just do like we'll just go overall body today and then I'll come back in later in the week and I'll go more specific, like um, potentially just my hamstrings, let's say. Um, and that was the common that was the common run of things up until Doha and Dublin. Um, I would go on a Monday and I would get general overall, you know, I'd have just done a pretty heavy Friday through Sunday of training. Um, and so I'd get a I'd get a general overall flush. Um, and my body would obviously respond really well to that. Um, then I then I started back um, after Dublin, and it just seems like there's always fucking something to work on. Um, like I'm going to massage, and like they're they're you know what do you want worked on, Stephen? And and we're spending forty five to fifty minutes maybe on one area of my body. Um, I very rarely ever come back to Flagstaff if I've got a problem. And for that reason, I'm really lucky in Belfast that I've got a masseuse who I've seen, Mick McGoldrick, since I was probably a 15-year-old kid. Um, And I can go see him um, 8 a.m. in the morning, 9 p.m. at night, etc., etc., every single fucking day if I want. And that's a real luxury. then obviously I've got the Sports Institute physios, um, and so what I would have been ha- what would have been happening at home is um, around the big days, so Tuesday, Friday, Sunday, Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday I would have scheduled massage with Mick probably three times a week until the problems went away, um, and I'd have probably went to see him on a Sunday we'd have probably done a pretty general massage because probably on Tuesday and Friday, we'd have been working on the areas that have problems. Meanwhile, probably Monday and Wednesday, I'd have been going to the physio to either get things like dry needling or or whatever it would take or S&C. You know, there'd be, there'd be a program put in place to strengthen the area of the body that um, is perhaps causing the issue to linger i suppose would be the word to use it and um, now last week i went to see john and i really like john and, and john told me there was a few things going on and and we worked on it and the glutes weren't maybe firing and the, the pelvis was a little bit out of line and so i've got 
little bits of rehab that I can do. Um, but if I could combine the knowledge from John with the treatment at home, that would be fucking brilliant. Um, I'm currently driving to like a random masseuse that I've never seen before because I just Googled massage flag staff because I'm just tired of things being stiff and tired of things hurting. And I did yoga yesterday. I did yoga today. My body's just, it's just not in a great place. Um, I, I'm not surprised. Like, um, I, I don't want this to come across as really negative and all the rest of it. It's just a battle to try, you know, you come out, you come away from Dublin, you get a really fast result. You get really excited about like, oh my God, it's Houston, you know, Houston's the one. It's a faster course. Take the fitness from Dublin and push on and, and yeah, I'll, I'll smash a really good result. It's not there yet. Um, fitness is coming round. Fitness is good, but it's hard to tell where my fitness is really at because I'm just fighting my own body. Um, we talked about this before, after Houston last year. We talked about all the yoga that needed to be put in place. We talked about having the really good engine, and it's a fucking waste of time if your chassis isn't in a good place. And that feels, that is kind of how I feel. Um, and I'm, I, I'm not surprised. You, you run two marathons in the space of three weeks, and and you're going to. You're going to come out of those with um, something not quite happy. Um, and, and at the minute, there's just, you know, my right calf, my left lateral quad. Um, my hips are fucking so tight. I'm sitting in yoga doing hip stuff like lunges and, and you know, uh, downward dog and then lift the right leg as high as you can. And my fucking hips are just lying lunge, you know, and fucking, hey, like they're... And then my hamstrings, they're not in a good place. Like when I do like the, uh, lie, we lie on our back and you do like a lion lunge. And I'm like, oh my God, my hamstrings don't want to do anything. Um, so they're fucked too. Um, and then that's not to mention my adopters. We do like lazy, lazy baby is it called maybe? Or, or I don't know what the fuck it is. But even if we do like uh, uh, child's pose, but with like wide angle, like knees, Oh, my doctors are, everything's just a mess, guys. Uh, I'm going to get massaged and she's going to say, what do you want me to work on? And I, it's just going to be like, yeah, everything's pretty much fucked. So you probably couldn't go wrong with just working on whatever you feel like working on. Um, and, and there you go. But it, it'll get there. Like, um, I did just run 105 miles last week. I'm certainly not. I could I could take an easy week. If I ran 60 miles, and um, instead of doubling every day, I went to yoga and, and I got like two treatments and I did that for two weeks in a row. My body had been a great place. Um, the problem I'm faced with is I don't have two weeks to do that. Um, you know, I'm trying to run an Olympic qualifying time in seven weeks time. Um, so, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's tough to do that. Um, and, and get the body right and all the rest of it. So, so I'm just kind of like, I'm just kind of hoping that the two will come together. Um, I'm hoping I can get the fitness to where I need the fitness to be. And then I'm hoping when the fitness gets to where it needs to be and, and all the hard work's done and, and the, the solid, consistent weeks of training are done, let's say like 
six or seven weeks around that like 85 to 90 mile a week type volume and once that's done then maybe I can put a little bit more time and uh, uh, tender love and care on the body um, in the taper phase and, and we give it a go um, not ecstatic about where things are at but I'm not I'm not too bad like I did do a, a pretty solid long run on Sunday 22 miles um, it didn't feel too bad. Like I can still tell, like I've just said, I can still tell that like things aren't, um, things aren't perfect and body still isn't beautiful. And I do think when the body starts moving a bit better in general, I'm just going to feel not necessarily faster on these runs, but I, I, yeah, I, I just kind of think there's going to be a bit more, less my body fighting me. And then because of that, then I'll just move slightly better and the speeds will get a little bit faster. Um, I'm actually racing a half marathon next Sunday. Um, I'm not, I don't think there's any parking spaces in here where I'm getting massaged, which is a bit of a pain in the dick. Um, that's such a great word, pain in the dick. Um, yeah, this really is a pain in the ass. I hate this. Like, I'm paying to come get massaged and I can't bloody park. Um but yeah, look, um, I'm racing. It's it's really not a race that I value. Um, and I don't mean that because it's not a cool race. It's one of those rock and roll races, which I think are really cool. Um, it's just unfortunate. This big fucking truck's just pulled in. Where does he think he's going to go? Um, it's just unfortunate that my body isn't where it needs to be. Um, and I mean, neither is my fitness. Like, I'm yet to do anything that would tell me that I'm going to run a good race. Um, and that's fine. Like I, like we've talked about, I'm, I am more than okay with that. Um, I'm not, I'm not putting too much pressure on my body. I'm not trying to force training at all. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on. Um, another really fucking cool thing. Um, I, I'm penciled in for Boston Marathon. Um, and I say penciled in, I'm, I'm pretty much locked into Boston. Um, it, it may or may not seem like a good idea to, to some people. Um, for me, it's a good thing because if you remember last year when I got this like fatigue and, and there was things going on with my body and I was complaining and, 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 you know, I seen all these bloods done and stuff. I, I just thought it was motivation. Um, I need to be careful where I park. This truck's not loving life in the snow. Um, yeah, I, I just put it down to motivation. Um, I, I, I came off Houston and was obviously really happy with Houston. And, um, and then kind of like moved into this like transition of um, like, what am I focusing on? Like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get selected for world champs, but that's not been confirmed yet. Um, and then I wasn't doing like a London marathon or, and it's the first year that I wasn't doing a London marathon and it, it was tough for me. Um, and so, yeah, I didn't really know what to do. Um, so this year I decided, you know, I was running the other day and, um, I keep talking about Houston and, and, and Houston's a, first of all, Houston's a big ask on my body Um rushing the train and back to full volume. So when everybody else rested, I ran 20 mile the week after Dublin, and then I ran 65 mile the week after that, and then I was straight back into like 80 mile, and it went 20, 75, 85, 98, 105, 
Um, you know, your your body deserves longer than that to recover, and and so does your mentality. Um, so so Houston, Houston is a long shot that that things will come together. Body, fitness, everything, everything needs to come together nicely. Um. I hadn't really thought too far past Houston because I thought, you know, Houston's the one. Houston's where I'm going to go and run 2.11.15 or 2.10.30, whatever. Um, and then it was kind of like, yeah, like, but, but what happens if that doesn't happen? What happens if the training doesn't come together like that? And like, what, what do I do? Um, and then I was, I was just on a run and um, I, I just, I've just always wanted to do Boston. Um, it seems really fucking cool. Um, London's a really cool race too, but it's getting really difficult to get an elite entry in London. Um, and you know, like some kind of support, like, um, where you, maybe you're getting your travel paid and maybe, you know, you're getting a bit of an appearance fee and, and you should be like, if you're running 212 for a marathon, you should be getting all of the above. Your travel should be fully covered. You should be getting compensated for coming to the race, et cetera, et cetera. You're a professional. It's your job. Um, London, no, no chance, absolutely no chance whatsoever that they would do any of the above because they get like 20 guys that run under 208 or something stupid like that. Um, so London, London just became a no go for me and they wouldn't let me in last year, which is, which was a real shame. And it's a new organizer. And, and for whatever reason, you know, I, I couldn't even get an entry last year. They, they basically said fields closed. We emailed them in January and at the end, like, and they said, nope. We sorted the field in December, no chance. Which I can, yeah, seems a bit crazy, but um, there you go. Especially given I came twelfth the year before. Um, so yeah, we we penciled in Boston, um, and and I, I mean I've already signed the contract, so Boston is happening. And um, if I run the qualifying time in Houston, I'm still gonna do Boston. Um, I. I love everyone, you know, I told people about this and they were like, oh my God, that's, that's this many marathons and that's all this. And I'm like, did you not see me run a PB three weeks after Doha? Like, did you not see that? <laughs> you know, like everyone's body's different. I thrive off having new goals. I work a lot harder when there's really big goals penciled in like, like Boston. And um, I'm super excited for Houston. I do believe it's the day that I can run fast and on a fast course. And if the weather's good, like, um, it'll be really fun to see what happens there, but I'm probably more excited about Boston. Um, it's just Boston. I feel like I've enough time between now and then to do something in training that will pay off. Um, all I can do between now and Houston is maintain what I'd already built for Dublin. There, there's no way I can rebuild like lots of new fitness between October to January. It's it's impossible. Um but the likes of Boston next April, that's when that's when I really have enough time to put in a really good block and, and, and see what comes out of that. And then also learn from Houston and um Houston I think is gonna be a day where I, I really just give it a go. And don't be surprised if like the leaders go two and nine and I just think fuck it. Today's the day, let's let's rip. <laughs> um but yeah, there's there's a lot needs to happen between now and then. Like I, I do need my body to come it's not terrible, but I just need it to tidy things. I need to tidy things up a bit, you know. There's a reason I've been to yoga two days in a row and I'm gonna need to go three or four times a week for the next couple of weeks. I San Antonio half marathon this Sunday probably isn't gonna help the body. Um but we already penciled it in, I'm already in the hotel and flights are already booked and 
Um, what it what it does do is um, my I I have asthma, which everybody knows because of, well I've told people if you're listening for the first time I have asthma. When I come to altitude and it's fucking snowing and cold like it is right now, my my breathing gets really bad. Like my chest gets really sore and it gets tight and and even when I go then to sea level. And I start doing like reps at sea level. I'm always like, Oof, like not loving this. Like, and it's almost like my breathing hurts. And um, so what I am curious to see is when I did the long run on Sunday, my breathing was one of the things I wasn't really happy with. Um, so I am curious to see um, what happens this Sunday. I fly to sea level Friday. I'm curious to see how I then feel on Sunday. Not how my legs feel, but how my breathing and stuff feels. Um, just to see if it um, settles down a little bit, which it hypothetically should do. That's usually enough. Like um, usually having a easy day Friday in flag, and then a really easy day Saturday before the half marathon. And um, usually by Sunday, um, it'll be okay because it's it's making me like anxious, and I don't really want to stay at altitude for heaps longer. If my chest is just going to keep getting fucked up. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, there's, there's, there's a lot going on right now. Um, I, I did say my biggest challenge before Houston was staying in Flagstaff. Um, and it's been really difficult to do that. You know, pressure from um, family to come home for Christmas. My own pressure thinking like, you know, should I be doing that? There's, I, I paid £2,000 for a flight um on the 18th of december to the 27th so i'd actually be at sea level for seven days um i'd be I, i'd leave flag on the 18th i wouldn't get to belfast until the 19th and then i'd literally be on the ground for seven days i think that works out something like that i think it was 19 20 21 22 23 24 25 26 27 no i mustn't have booked that long fuck i did that's quite a wee way. Um, it basically would have got me back the altitude three weeks before Houston, um, which is enough. Like th- three weeks at altitude is just enough if you've already spent quite a bit of time at altitude. Um, if you haven't been at altitude, three weeks is the absolute bare minimum that anyone should ever do at altitude. It's tough to just jump straight into training. You usually have to take a few days easier. And yeah, it's just three weeks is definitely not optimum at all um but yeah look that that's roughly where things are at i'm not going to ignore um the fact that my northern iron record just got beat um i i woke up to a couple of text messages um and, and it's not the kind of thing that i throw around but i i woke up to all these messages like like actually the word which is, seems quite harsh like but there were people kind of like ranting about how does someone have a broken foot in september and um, and then run this fast for a marathon. Um, and then I was getting these articles, and I don't know if anyone has seen these articles, but Paul Pollock's big brother is in trouble right now with uh, WADA, and, and there's a Daily Mail article, I think it was, um, about thyroid medicine and um, working with Salazar and collaborating with Salazar, etc., etc. And so, of course, I'm getting all these text messages saying, like, what do you feel about this? Like, you know, the day that you lose your record, this article comes out in the Daily Mail that uh, the person that broke your record's big brother is, you know, currently under investigation. And look, I don't have a say in things like this. Like, I just do me. The reason I haven't mentioned it early in the podcast is because it doesn't, 
bother me. I, I was told I broke the Northern Ireland record. I didn't even know. I, and it's not that I'm naive or it's not that I'm being disrespectful. I just didn't fucking care. I did it for me. I did it for my family. I did it for the people that support me. I did. Dublin wasn't about records. It wasn't about, it was just about having a good day, enjoying it, racing, racing hard. Um, and that's what I'll continue to do. You know, one day I'll retire and, and, and days like, is, is this person on thyroid? Blah, blah, blah. See, days like that, they'll be, they'll be long gone because I'll either run so quick that people won't get near it or I won't. And that's, and that's it. I don't, there's no, there's nothing more to say about that. Um, I let people do them. I get drug tested probably once every three, four weeks now. My conscience is clean. I do what I do and, and that's cool. Everybody else can do what they want to do. If I was bothered by thyroid and all shit like this and things that people were taking and, and EPO and, and all this kind of shit, if that really bothered me, I wouldn't be running anymore. Let's be honest. The sport is a little bit fucked right now for all different kinds of reasons um but yeah look it, it doesn't affect my mission my mission's clear you know train as hard as i can build that volume up if once i can start at the minute last week was 105 my body hurts because of it like I, there's stiffnesses sorenesses once i can get that volume to um like maybe like 120 130 that the that the real diehard professionals are doing that are breaking 210 i have no reason seeing it not going in that direction you know it's just but it takes time um, and i just don't want to get injured my my biggest strength right now is my consistency and so i'm not going to force it up there too quick and then lose my consistency but all right guys um thanks for listening um am i pissed off about losing my northern Ireland record absolutely did i run a little bit harder sunday morning because of that probably um will it motivate me to try and get it back of course. Um, but yeah, look, all good stuff. Um, thanks for listening. Hope you guys are all doing good and appreciate appreciate you all. Bye-bye.